Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. I have in front of me an amazing book, a book I would recommend that you read. We, of course, are studying the subject of prayer right now. I have so many books that have been written through the years on prayer, but there are some that are classics. And Andrew Murray's book, With Christ in the School of Prayer, is a book you ought to get a copy of and read. It probably is a book you should read on your knees because you're going to read just a page or two and want to pray. But With Christ in the School of Prayer is basically what we are studying right now. Uh, We're not studying this book, Murray's book. We're studying God's book, the Bible. But the concept is the same because we're asking the Lord, Lord, teach us to pray. That was the great prayer request of Luke chapter 11, verse number 1. And Jesus begins to answer that prayer by giving them a repetition of the model prayer. We've discussed that. And then he gives a series of stories and applications. Uh, We have found in these some keys to the open door. We've come now to the last of these keys. Now, we have much more to study, much more to learn in Christ's school of prayer, and there's much more in the Word of God to teach about prayer. But in Luke chapter 11, we've come to our final key, our final thought. Remember, there are seven of them. There was the key of opportunity, the key of charity, the key of necessity, the key of importunity, the key of authority, the key of purity. But we end with perhaps the simplest one. It is the key of simplicity. Would you listen, please, to the final words of Jesus in Luke chapter 11, verse 13. If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Don't miss the last two words. Isn't that simple? Somebody said, what is prayer? Very simply, it's asking Him. As a matter of fact, many years ago, another great book John Rice wrote on prayer was called Prayer, Asking, and Receiving. And Dr. Rice said that prayer was simply asking and the answer to prayer was receiving. Well, you actually find that truth found all through the Word of God. It is a repeated emphasis. For example, John 14, 14, If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Uh, Matthew 21, 22, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Uh, how about James 4, 2? Ye have not, because ye ask not. Uh, how about Matthew 7? Ask, and it shall be given you. How about John 16, 24? Ask, and ye shall receive. Now you've got to ask with a pure heart. You've got to ask in faith. Uh, you've got to ask in accordance with the will of God. Uh, but... In its simplest form, prayer is one thing, it is asking. So, may I ask you a personal question today? What are you asking God for? What should you be asking God for? What's the thing that you were asking God for, but you've stopped? Oh, let's go back to that. Let's hit a spiritual reset button today in our prayer lives. And let's say, Lord, forgive me for not using this key. I want to ask Him. Now, there are two people in this verse. 
Uh, first of all, there is you. Listen to the word. He says, If ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask Him? Who is this them? It's anyone that will pray. As a matter of fact, he says in verse 10, For everyone that asketh receiveth. Now that's a powerful phrase, everyone. You may think, well, the prayers of my pastor, they'll get answered. The prayers of another believer, they'll get answered, but not my prayers. Oh no, the Bible says, For everyone that asketh. You see, prayer is not for some of God's children. Prayer is for all of God's children. Are you using this key today? Are you in the everyone? Do you know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior? Does Christ live inside of you? If He doesn't, then the first prayer you need to pray is the prayer, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. Let's start there. You need a relationship with God. But if you've prayed that prayer of faith and you know Christ is your Savior, then you have the access to talk to the Heavenly Father. So the first person in this conversation we call prayer is them that ask. But then, them that ask Him. Who is this Him? This Him is the thrice holy God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. This Him is the all-powerful God who can do anything you ask. This Him is the all-knowing God, the all-wise God who knows what is best even when you do not. This Him is the all-present God. Wherever you happen to be today, you can pray right there because God's not bound by geography. He can hear and answer your prayer right where you are. This Him is the all-loving God, the God that invites everyone that has a need to come to Him and declare that need in prayer and simply ask Him. And God says, I will hear and answer your prayer. My prayer verse, I don't know if you have a prayer verse or not. If you don't, you ought to get one. But my prayer verse, my favorite prayer promise is Jeremiah 33.3. Call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things. And here's the phrase that always helps me, which thou knowest not. You ever think about how much you don't know? You ever think about how much God does know? And God says, if you'll simply ask me, I'll give it. If you'll simply ask me, I'll let you in on what I know. We go back to our illustration that Jesus introduced us to in Luke chapter 11. Uh, there's, a, there's a door in heaven, and on the other side of that door, there are blessings that you know nothing about. There are great and mighty things you've never imagined. What's the biggest thing you ever prayed for? What's the biggest thing you ever believed God for? What's the biggest thing at your holiest moment you ever imagined God could do with your life? God says, look, that's nothing. In His words to Nathaniel, He said, Thou shalt see greater things than these. We have a great and mighty God who can do great and mighty things. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says that our God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we could ask or even think according to His power that worketh in us. What is that power? That's the power of the Holy Spirit of God. He's at work in you. Listen to all those superlatives. Exceeding abundantly above all that we ask. So I want to challenge you today to pray big prayers. You have a big God? Pray big prayers. Ask in faith. If our God is such a great God, why is this a day of low expectations? Why do we believe Him for so little? And why do we ask Him for so little? Instead, today, bring your petition to God and in faith look to the Lord 
and simply ask him. They asked old George Mueller how he had so many answers to prayer. He said, that was simple. I found a Bible promise, put my finger on the verse, looked up to heaven and said, Lord, I'm claiming this promise today. Well, why don't you do that? Why don't you get down on your knees, put your finger on Luke eleven thirteen, and say, Father, I'm claiming this promise today. I'm asking you, use the key and watch how your good God, your faithful friend, your heavenly Father opens the door. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey. Thank you.